0: Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to, black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good.
1: You're now listening to the Jillian Michael show.
0: Of cooking intimate dinners for that special someone, and you go through cookbooks and magazines, and you'll pull out these awesome recipes with the freshest ingredients, but life got a little crazier between career, commutes, kids. Those wonderful candlelight dinners were replaced by takeout, microwave food. Here's my advice. Check out Plated. It's for busy people who love cooking but have no time for it or time to shop. Just go to Plated.com slash Jillian and you can choose from amazing chef-designed recipes with new selections every week to fit everyone's taste. The culinary pros at Plated will lovingly fill a refrigerated box with just the perfect pre-proportioned ingredients for your dinner. If the recipe calls literally for a half teaspoon of crushed red pepper, that's what you're going to get. Nothing's wasted. Money-wise or food-wise, everything's delivered to your door, whether Whether it's meat, poultry, fish, farm fresh veggies, spices, everything you need on the date that you choose. And if you're not home for your delivery, don't worry about it. Because your plated box will keep everything fresh until midnight on the day it arrives. Prepare chef quality meals in under 30 minutes. Hurry over to Plated.com slash Jillian now and get a free dinner for two with your first purchase. Yep, they're going to give you a free meal for two people. All you got to do is go to Plated.com slash Jillian. That's Plated.com slash Jillian, J-I-L-L-I-A-N. Go today. How's everybody today? I feel I feel quite uh, quite fresh, quite light, quite happy. Ugh. Oh.
1: <laughs> Autumn smells funny. She-
2: What's I mean, it's stuck in my nose. I had oh, my poor dog. I was so gonna say, can you clarify before people think
1: you're like what, boogie
2: nights. Once a year, Mr. Bits, lucky my pit bull doggy. He comes down with a stomach bug. I've noticed this because when I was frantically searching the cabinet for an anti diarrhea pill to give the dog, I found last year's. Which was just a couple weeks off from this year's. So I was like, oh <laughs> it's his annual summer breakdown. Shit show. <laughs> shit show. Got it, it was a shit show. I actually thought about you. Remember when Duke got into the attic space, the crawl oh, space? Oh
0: my god. He was eating some sort of palm frond or something. Yeah. And uh-huh. crapping his doggy brains out.
2: Everything. I mean he oh god. So I was like, if I was famous, this would be a too famous, but I'm not famous so well, it's just sad <laughs> So poor guy he could he, he makes me so happy because it's not me oh, today. Oh man it was just so awful like long story short he got the runnies we gave him the pill you know i made started making him the chicken and rice and, and things started to firm up a little bit i was like okay he's working his way through it i'm at your house on monday I come home. Oh, yeah.
0: By the way, she's
2: at my house because she's helping assist my stylist. She's assisting my stylist. I picked up a fun side gig so I could have some Paris spending money.
0: Oh so the nerve. I come on oh, no. which by the way, Aaron says, Autumn is the best assistant ever. I almost punched Aaron out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah, so I come I come home from Curious.
2: a long day and my Curious. dog and my boyfriend, both of them look like they have been run through the ringer. Mike's little eyes are tired. Lucky is sleeping on his bed, he just looks beat. And I noticed when I pulled up to the house that the dog bed was in the trash. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no,
0: that's bad, dude. When you don't even oh, take the cover man. off this and is, try to this wash
2: going to be bad. Yeah, that's I mean, no it, and good. it wasn't even like really in there. It was just a throne. I was like, oh, God. OK, great. I go inside and. <laughs> I mean, the, I guess the, the everywhere it was everywhere, Mike woke up to it everywhere, our oh. bedroom, all over his bed, See, all over the carpet. Home? Yeah, but then I was on duty for two days. Because it took them, you know, it takes them a while. He got a shot and like they give him some other medicine. So it takes him a minute to get regulated. So, I mean, I've been taking this dog out every 10 or 15 minutes because he's got to go. And like, we don't know how that feels. It's awful. We don't have a dog door or yard. So I had to take him out. Oh, no. And then no, (laughs) it finally kicked in. The, the thing solidified. The poop solidified. Well, then he was constipated for three days. So nothing <laughs> oh, is coming hell. out except fart. And the dog... <laughs> this sounds like the kind of stuff that happens to my kids, by Our the way. House <laughs> for three days has just smelled like the stinkiest dog fart. It's constant. And oh, it made my, my eyes burn. Like, I was oh. like, this is so embarrassing. I can't even have people come over. <gasps> Because the whole house smells like that's what happened. Dog had diarrhea. Oh, there was... dude, do
0: you remember we called the septic tank yeah. people? Yeah. and it was, and it was the dog. We, I, I can't oh. remember if I had Cody or Autumn. Which one of you called the septic tank people? Because I thought the septic tank was broken. It was both yeah. of us. You are like this place. It, all I can smell is poop. <laughs> <laughs> the septic's overflowing. Yeah,
2: well, that's what our house smelled like for about oh five my days. God, dude. So we got a winner. We got a winner of a do at the dog park yesterday. Oh, he finally went
1: a three-day do?
2: It was a, it was quite a, a spectacular a doozy.
0: doozy, a doozy, but no oh, farts. Too me. oh man, dude. Let me tell you, one of the things I've done with the kids is I put them on digestive enzymes because the school where the kids go is like super PC. And they are vegan now, right? Which normally, I'm like, that's kind of intense. But I'm like, you know what? The kids, that's fine. They Like, I give them animal protein when I feel that they need it. And God knows they don't need it in every meal all the time. Right. So I'm like, that's good. This is, you know, let's support the environment. I, I, I'm behind it. Uh, but as long as they're not having soy and stuff. But it, whatever they are feeding the kids, <laughs> makes them rip ass. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. I mean, like, it's un freaking believable and Heidi was like I've got to bring this up at the next parent-teacher conference like I can't live like this anymore it's unbearable <laughs> and you know we brought it up to the school <laughs> and we were like hey you know the kids are it's upsetting their their tummy we didn't say they're ripping ass but we were like it's upsetting their tummies a little bit you know all whatever the heck you know beans like Lou just it's beans and Lou would be like and Lou would come home and she'd be like that begins for lunch. And then it was... It was just... And Phoenix just wasn't <laughs> eating. I was like, I might need to pack their lunch. You know, what can we do? And they're like, we won't allow, you know, bags and this and that. They're they're super militant about it. And so I've had to put them on digestive enzymes. And it's like this thing called, like, Buddy Bear. And it yeah. doesn't taste good. They don't like it. And I've had to, like, literally, like, hold her hostage. And I'm like, if we don't take Buddy Bear, we can't have a treat tonight. Poor thing. And then she's like like, eats it and wants to, like, gag. But otherwise, man, I'm telling you, the whole house stinks. Mm -hmm. The whole house. I even talked to the pediatrician. He's like, no, that's what you got to (laughs) do. I was like, dude, it's so stinky shorts. Body bear. (laughs) That's how we get through it. Well, luckily, coming up, we're going to switch the subject from poop and diarrhea because Dr. Mom is coming on to talk about something far more depressing, which is supposed to be uplifting. It's somewhat grueling of a concept. We, we may have missed the mark a little bit, but yeah. we'll let you decide. Yeah. Forgiveness. Okay, guys. Bombas are athletic leisure socks. These socks are re-engineered to look better, to feel better, to perform better. What could be better than that? Well, I've got something for you. First off, they're going to give you 20% off any size order for first-time customers if you go straight to bombas.com Jillian. Now, on top of all that, here's something you can feel great about for every pair of socks you buy. They will donate a pair of socks to those in need. And they've already donated over 300,000 pairs of socks to homeless shelters across the country. There's a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't think they're the most comfortable socks that you have ever worn, they will refund your entire purchase. Yeah, for reals. So... How are they going to keep you happy? They have seamless toes, which are super comfortable. So they're not only awesome to walk in, to run in, to work out in, they will make you comfortable in any and every situation. But they've got them in black. They've got them in navy. They've got them in gray. They've got them in white. So now you can wear your favorite socks for any occasion. Just go to bombas.com forward slash Jillian to get yourself a pair today. And remember, whether it's for you or somebody else, they will donate a pair to those in need for every pair you buy, that's B-O-M-B-A-S dot C-O-M slash J-I-L-L-I-A-N bombas.com slash Jilly. Convert your existing desk to a standing desk with very desk. And guess what? You're going to burn extra calories without even breaking a sweat. Very Desk is the award-winning, height-adjustable standing desk that sits on top of your existing furniture, and it allows you to raise yourself from a seated position to a standing position in seconds. It's always in stock. It ships fully assembled. It's ready to use right out of the box. There are 10 models to choose from. You can go single, dual, and multi-monitor setups for both desks and cubicles. Very Desks start at just $275. Now, to learn more, you can go to VeryDesk.com That's V-A-R-I-D-E-S-K dot C-O-M. Improve your posture, improve your circulation, burn more calories. What could be better than that? Go check it out today. VeryDesk.com. All right. Dr. Mom is on the show today. Hello. Hello. Hello, Doc. Hello, Jillian. (laughs) So today, Mom, tell us, Autumn and I are both like, oh boy, we know what we're talking about. Uh, Tell us what we're talking about today, Mom.
3: What we're going to talk about, forgiveness. Oh God. The what, the why, the ifs, you know, all the different aspects of that. And the way I'd like to start, Jillian, is I'd really like to ask you, and maybe Autumn and Jake, if they feel like it, What you guys think forgiveness is? In other words, what's your definition of forgiveness? Because I heard a lot of times people, yeah, people really have misconstrued what it means.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, go. uh, You want to start?
2: No. I'll start. I don't really know. It's Uh, funny. I never thought about it. Go ahead, Jake. Go ahead.
1: To to truly accept and like be okay with something that somebody's done, and let them know.
3: Hmm, interesting. Well, but that's, that's a good definition. But what do you think, to be truly okay, what does that mean in terms of your emotions and your feelings towards the other person?
1: To not have any negative feelings towards them? There you after.
3: go. There you go. <laughs> yes. <gasps> good
2: job, Jake. Oh, wow, that's Thank impossible.
3: You. Well, okay, but let's talk about it. So, yes, the, the definition of sincere forgiveness means that somebody's been able to reach the point where they no longer harbor feelings, and you're right, Jake, it's negative feelings, but harbor feelings of resentment, vengefulness, harsh judgment. It's those kinds of feelings, and it's harboring them and not being able to get over them that doesn't allow for forgiveness to occur. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. I understand you. You know that we're just talking about this now. Nobody's saying anybody has to do this, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about you know the benefits of it and about the risks of it because there are times when it's not appropriate.
2: Okay. So
3: before we go on, do you guys? I, I hear this kind of silence. I'm wondering if you guys are thinking about your own in your head, I your know, own experiences. Right. Well, are you? To me, like you don't have. To
0: Fit. As to, to me I guess that my forgiveness definition would go about as far as I can go, which is trying not to kill somebody.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh sweetie, you've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> <really>
2: uh, <laughs> what about you, Teamster?
0: Yeah. I I'm just kind of flashing back I know how to do it because yeah. in theory I've been told find empathy, but mom, it's so hard and it's especially hard when like what if somebody keeps
3: reopening
0: the wound, so to speak too, well, so then
3: it depends on how they reopen the wound if they're reopening the wound and in other words, they keep hurting you, well then obviously, why would you forgive that it means, because sometimes well, forgiveness isn't possible and instead, sadly it you can't have reconciliation there's a loss involved
0: okay so we first start out let's start out with this so do we have a clear definition it's 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 it's, it's essentially letting it go
3: here's what it is i'm gonna read it to you again okay and their forgiveness means one's been able to reach the point where they no longer harbor feelings of resentment vengefulness and harsh judgment in other words jillian that's they no longer desire to get even with, to get fat at the other person, okay. or to prove the offender wrong, whether they have logic, facts, or arguments. Let me talk first of all about the benefits of healthy forgiveness. Well, I was going to, okay. yeah, yeah,
0: I was going to say, and and I mean, I do know the answer to this in theory, but but uh, you know, the tell us, in theory? tell well, because if we don't let it go, it just dist- it's like drinking poison, hoping the other person That's
3: dies. Right. That's right, exactly. Oh, Jillian, that's a beautiful definition. I haven't heard that before. I like it. Exactly. So, first of all, you have to understand, there have been a lot of studies on this topic, and they repeatedly show there's a positive high correlation between healthy forgiveness, in other words, forgiveness as we defined it, and your actual mental and physical health. So, you know, we've long been aware there's a mind-body connection. That isn't any secret anymore. But now, Julian, there have been all these advances in neuropsychology and endocrinology, along with you know, the sophisticated imaging techniques we have, like CAT scans and MRIs. And they've now enabled researchers to actually discover and actually map the neurological and metabolic processes, which show the definite link in terms of chemistry between our emotions and our brains.
0: I can't believe you're saying so, this, Mom. I just had my physical two days ago and I and Dr. Van Hurley who's a guest on the show um, often and I was talking to her because I want to write a book about a natural book I was like my next book you know you and I have one we're talking Mm -hmm. about and I told you there was this other one I was like I want to write a book Mm -hmm. about anti-aging right but like natural not all this hormone stuff and she goes Jill she's like here's the thing she's like we can talk about superfoods and sleep and sex and hydration Mm -hmm. and she goes but at the end of the day she's like I have she goes I have patients with you know billions of dollars she goes and they do everything hyperbolic oxygen chambers this that the other she goes but dude sometimes I look at them and she's like what is the monkey on your back exactly she she was like I'm telling you it is so much deeper and unless you want to tackle that I don't really know how we would write this book with honesty and I was like are you kidding me
3: Oh, I love her. That is,
0: She's yeah, amazing. She is, really is amazing, so, I know. wasn't the book I planned on writing, but I was <clears throat> like, huh, okay. I mean, it, 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 I can't believe you're saying this to me because is everything she just said.
3: Yes, because this is people so often totally ignore mental and, and psychological and emotional health and what it takes to get it. And the reason they ignore it is because in order to, to achieve that, pain is involved. In other words, you can't get healthy unless you're willing to grieve. And Mm -hmm. grief is a part of forgiveness. Forgiveness is a painful process. If you find that you can't, and most people, it's depending upon the depth of the pain and, and how complex it is, And also what you have to realize is there's often unconscious stuff going on. And if you have unconscious conflicts or unconscious defenses and you can't reach this point, even when you want to, that's when you need professional help. But the thing is, what I'm saying here is, if you decide, I don't have time, then, okay, know that you're making a choice. But you have to know what you're doing. You have to... Face the consequences and the price you're paying. And this is the thing where people go, no, they, they defend, they block out. No, 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 that's not really going to happen.
0: I also yes, think it is. sometimes people feel like their anger is their fuel. Like their revenge, you know, they got in shape to get revenge on their ex. They were successful oh. because nobody believed they could be. You know what I mean? Maybe
3: I, yes, but honey, I cannot tell you how many people I have worked with Where, in one way or another, in a different way than you're describing, that's why they do something. And let me tell you, at the end of the day, they are left constantly like a a dog chasing its tail. Right. And not happy. And they have the manic activity, the need to prove somebody wrong that fuels them, gives them no peace of mind, and it wears on their body, it wears on their physical and mental health. At some point, you're going to pay the piper. That's just true, sweetie. It's a universal truth. Bad feelings don't dissipate. And you can say, I use them to become successful, but the bad feelings are still there. I'm glad, yes, I'm glad you use them in a creative way or that other people do. That's better than using them destructively. Right. But the fact is, they're still taking a toll on you. They have found that, that honest forgiveness protects against depression, anxiety, all kinds of mood issues. People, it, it helps uh, people sleep more soundly because they're not ruminating. Obviously, there are degrees of this. But can you see how if you can forgive, your life gets better? not for anybody
0: else. So now where, but mom, where would somebody even begin? And like, I, I get it. I've, I've worked I, I, I on did, it with it. dad over. I but you said. Yeah. Oh, I was saying, I was saying like, so again, it, it, okay. So now let's say, all right, we've got a framework here. And it's like, we have to forgive. Here's why we have to forgive. No, no you we don't have
3: to, it's a choice. Well, you can't say you have to, and you can't convince anybody else. You can't, you can't convince me. I can't convince you. I can enlighten you, I can inform you, but it's a personal choice. Again, that's where decision comes in. You have to choose that this is a process that you're willing to go through for yourself.
0: Okay, okay. But let's say we made the choice, right? Okay. I still think most people don't even begin to know how to tackle that. Jake's nodding his head at me. Go I'm, ahead. I'm thinking of um,
1: that Go. episode of Seinfeld where Frank Costanza keeps saying serenity now <laughs> as his way to calm himself down. And at the end, he he blows up because the guy says, you know, serenity now, but insanity later. Yeah. So it's, it feels like I'm I i would I'm very interested, too. Like, where do you truly begin to be able to forgive? Okay. If that's not something you've done before or you know, feel like you're capable of.
3: Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk now about the process of forgiveness, okay? How when okay. how one moves into it. And again, this doesn't mean you have to, so don't feel like you have to. This is just what it is, okay? Does mm-hmm. that make sense First yes, of all. Yes, very much. Okay. All right. So as I sort of alluded to already, Forgiveness is an emotional process. It is not an intellectual decision. And in order for forgiveness to be genuine and sincere and real, it has to organically evolve as a result of grieving and of understanding and of acceptance. By the way, acceptance is only a part of forgiveness. It's not forgiveness. Because when you accept, what you're basically doing is understanding you can't change the situation and you can't undo what happened. But accepting it doesn't mean that you've been able to clear out the negative toxic feelings. Okay? Right. So, all right. So, uh, again, so while we can decide not to act on our feelings, right, we can decide not to behave and act on them, we can't decide not to have them. Right? Yeah. Feelings just
0: are. Yeah, you and can't. Only- I wish you could. No. I'd give anything. No, but
3: it's not possible. Okay, that's just not possible. So feelings are, and the only way um, that we can transform them is through grieving. It's, forgiveness is impossible without grief. And obviously, the level of grief or the intensity, the complexity of it will correspond to the seriousness of the offense and the degree of pain and anger as we experience it, because that's all that matters. Right. You have to decide that you're willing to go through this process. That's the first step. And, you know, again, this is something you have to choose freely. Uh, you, know, you know, nobody can force you to. But then let's say, okay, I'm going to give it a shot because I know it's hurting me. Now, remember, forgiveness does not necessarily Mean reconciliation right it can if you'd like it to
0: but another times recon- it shouldn't like if exactly. it was a a a, a a a rapist you know what
3: I exactly, and we're going to get to that too exactly. we're going to talk about inappropriate and unhealthy forms of forgiveness. okay, so we're going to get to that
0: okay. okay, got it.
3: Oh for sure. right now we're talking about appropriate forgiveness like a okay. parent. Well, let's, okay, let me clarify something. Let's say rape. Okay. You don't, want, you don't want to reconcile, but you still will want to forgive. Right, okay. For yourself. Okay, but reconciliation, whenever... Because we're really talking about two kinds of forgiveness. There's really two kinds of forgiveness. The so one where you're, it's, you're, it's, the breach was caused by somebody you're in a relationship with, mm-hmm. right? Like your parents, like your friends, or the kind of event where the act has happened at the hands of strangers. And then, Jillian, you're talking about robbery, rape. Got it. Or or even, let's say, a family member is killed in a random act of violence. Got it. And eventually you want to forgive the person who killed your family member because because it's killing you. Got it. I mean, these things can take months or years. Got it. okay? Okay. Yeah. And in some cases it may not be possible, but nevertheless, so yes, Jillian, you're right. Reconciliation is not always, it's not even part of the issue. Now we're going to talk about the process of grieving because now you've made this decision, you know what it is. Okay, here's what is required. Here's what the process is. You have to take the necessary time, which you brought up, Jillian, to both, to do these different things. You have to be able to identify your feelings, to feel your feelings, and to express your feelings, all of your feelings. And this isn't a singular process, because with reading, you don't just have, you're lucky, and let's say you're able to even do all of that. It doesn't happen just once.
1: It happens over
3: time. It's a repetitive process. Where you kind of revisit these feelings in these steps over again, over and over. You move in and out of them in different orders and degrees of intensity until you've gained sufficient clarity and relief.
0: I think that's and so that's hard for people, though, because they're like, when am I going to have time to have a nervous breakdown? I've well, got
3: kids. I've, you know what I mean? Okay. It doesn't mean you're going to have a nervous breakdown. That's what people fear. They really fear they're going to have a nervous breakdown right and you know if that's the case there's like you gotta set
0: set aside time to do this though mom cuz yes, I'm like you
3: do yes you do uh, you're right and I and most people can't do this on their own most people dude, do need professional help right which is why I'm talking about it because I've had so much experience with it yeah. with people coming in and this being the issue right okay so, so again I'm not saying you will find the time. I'm not saying you want to find the time. All I'm saying is here's the process. Got here's it. what's necessary. Got it. Here's the benefits and here's the prices you pay if you decide not to do it. Got That's it. all I'm saying. I understand. Okay. okay. All right. Additionally, uh, people basically uh, they struggle with and they need to come to some kind of understanding of why the event or events occurred right?
0: Yeah, and that is that where empathy comes in?
3: Not necessarily. Empathy certainly is a part of that, but it's not all of it. It really is thinking it through and by both empathizing and identifying with the other person. In other words, you can't just say, "I feel bad for that person. You have to understand. Let's say that person is uh, tragically limited because of something they suffered in their past. Mm -hmm. Well, at some point, if you can really deeply understand that and empathize and have compassion for that, that's part of helping you understand why this person did what they did or why they are who they are. Yeah. I
0: remember trying to understand dad and I have had moments, mom, where I have been able to forgive him. Yes. But then, yes. you know, I'll ask you my next, the, the farthest question out later. Uh, it, You'll ask me what? Wait. Well, you know, I don't want to skip ahead. You you've had, you've I don't want to skip ahead because like I've been able to forgive him, you know. Yeah. and it, But then the problem is he does something disgusting again. And, it, and it's not, not me, case. I'm removed from him, but it happens to my siblings, so I gotta hear about
3: it. And no, I gotta, de- all, you know. and you don't have to hear about it. That's but, their, their, but you can always say, please, I've already dealt with this, it's painful, it's their responsibility. But let's say you do hear about it, then unfortunately, the old wound gets reopened and you have to go back and reprocess this and again, that's the part it, that I find when, hard. You, when you when you get to those moments of forgiving your dad. Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Well, we're talking about yeah. I've, got, I've got it. When you get to those moments of forgiving your dad, it doesn't mean that your dad's changed.
0: I know. I just get pissed that I got to okay. deal with it all over again. I'm like, oh, no, you God, you know, I just get
3: so no, mad. No, you don't. Why do you feel you have to deal with it all over again? Because it's just a
0: mess to clean up, you
3: know? No, you don't. You don't have to clean up anything, honey. These kids are adults. They're not really, though. I mean, they really are. Okay. You can encourage them to get help. You can empathize with them. You can say, I know, you know, I'm so sorry. You know this is what to expect from him. But I'm it's stuff like it this,
0: up. Mom. Like, my sister needed $22,000 worth of dental work. She never mm-hmm. told me that she wasn't going to the dentist, that none of this stuff like, was, was, you know, I never knew any of it. And mm-hmm. he, was, uh, he was supposed to pay for her dental insurance. She knocked mm-hmm. her two front teeth out in a bicycle accident. It was an accident. Mm-hmm. She wasn't drunk. She wasn't being irresponsible. She hit a curb and bam, knocked her two front teeth out. They mm-hmm. called him because they thought he was uh. keeping dental insurance on her. He said, I don't have a daughter and hung up. Mm-hmm. Well, who do you think? What am I supposed to do, mom? Just leave her with no teeth? Okay.
3: So, uh, wait a minute. So, so I so paid for her thing? teeth, but I
0: wanted to kill him for at least a month. <laughs> okay. I wanted to kill him. I wanted to find him and kill him.
3: Okay. Because you're, honey, again, you've reached moments of forgiveness but you haven't actually been able to fully forgive this man first of all your willingness to take responsibility for your sister's um dental work is admirable but it's a decision you have to make okay if you're going to make it um with resentment and vengeance in your heart then something's gotten stuck along the way okay so we
0: so we we find this empathy by seeking to understand what's driven them to the action,
3: and and in doing so, generally, Jillian, the way that we find this is as we understand ourselves, because especially in therapy, the process of understanding yourself, and as we face our own um, experiences where we have hurt someone, because we're all human and we will all do it. Now, hopefully it won't be as, you know, awful as the kinds of things your father does. But as we face where we have hurt people and we then try to understand why we have done it, when you gain self-understanding, it helps you to understand others. And ultimately, John and I love the fact that you brought up the idea about cultures, because ultimately really being able to go through a process of for, uh, forgiveness can bring you to a place where there's much more of a universal understanding of human condition right. and of really accepting and having compassion and not fighting it. So, and so in other words, the deepest level of forgiveness can result In this understanding of the human condition okay because you begin to understand that being hurt being disappointed in another first of all an inevitable part of life because to be human is to have limitations and flaws okay and then also undoubtedly we have hurt others and if we want to grow we maybe can make some reparation to them so that's that's really the deepest level of where forgiveness can take you. Okay. And remember, honey, these are can I put this these are they're lifelong goals in many ways. I mean, yes, you can talk about forgiveness if somebody's had an affair but when we're talking about these much larger universal aspects of forgiveness, it's a lifelong goal. It's just like um one's growth and desire to um, have integrity or to make wise decisions. We never reach anything with perfection, ever.
0: So now talk to me about what is unhealthy forgiveness.
3: Okay. Basically, there are two forms of unhealthy forgiveness. Unexamined forgiveness, okay, Okay. and premature forgiveness. So. Let me I, let me define those. Got it. Unexamined forgiveness. Obviously, that's where somebody just thinks, oh, you know, they're a good person. I love them. I'm going to forgive them. They don't go through any of this process. Uh, and that ultimately is going, it basically equates to going into denial, and it's a faux forgiveness. Okay. And it inevitably is going to leave this person who has faux forgiven to resentment, feelings of resentment, Passive aggressive behavior, poor self esteem, and obviously the negative effects of those feelings are still inside you. You're just repressing them, so it's still going to have an effect on your well being and your health. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, it and it, you know, full forgiveness it actually promotes mental and emotional dysfunction in both individuals because when the hurt individual doesn't reflect. On the reality of the breach and examine it, it's due to some kind of fear. Okay. Fear of facing the truth, of feeling the pain, of enduring a loss. And if reconciliation is the goal, unexamined forgiveness is going to result in either a very unhealthy relationship or even a destructive one. So, again, it it, it equates to denial, and it's due to some level of fear. Now, depending upon circumstances, we need to understand denial is important and it can be healthy, can be appropriate, and even necessary right. in the short run. Right. If, if the victim or the offended person is using it, they won't be necessarily doing this consciously, but if they're using it to give them enough time to recover and gain strength following a shock or a trauma or a deep wound, hurt, emotional hurt. Okay. But regardless of the circumstances, whether one's using healthy denial or, or unhealthy denial, it, denial only works in the short run. It never works in the long run because you, you, people keep thinking, if I don't think about the negative feelings, they don't, they don't exist. Right. It could not be more untrue. Right. It's absolutely not the case. It's impossible because feelings don't exist just dissipate. We've talked about this before, sweetie. They're like energy. Right. They just, they just come out in another way. So unless they're faced and dealt with, they stay festering in our unconscious, and they leak out in really insidious ways. Again, mood disorders, addictions, and physical complaints because of this mind-body connection and the toll it's taking on one. And also, denial lifts the offender off the hook. And it colludes with their bad behavior. Right. So I've had cases where the victim tries to fool themselves into thinking they're being noble or being kind by, you know, excusing uh, the behavior of the offender and not examining and going through this process. But they're really robbing the, the offender of a possible opportunity to grow and change by taking responsibility for their bad behavior. Instead, they'll most likely just repeat it.
0: Right. Okay.
3: And then premature forgiveness—it's basically the hurt individual who has engaged in some level of truthful reflection, but they've stopped the process prematurely for the same reasons as the person who forgives without any examination. Oh God, that's not easy. So, Whoosh. Now, if you—I'll that I'll stop there. And if you guys have any questions, we can talk about it. Or you know, I don't know if you just want to. Well, We're I'd like to time. do
0: another segment in the future about reconciliation, because I, I think, Absolutely. especially with all this Ashley Madison stuff going
3: on yeah. right now, woo, oh, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, yeah. We can talk about reconciliation and, and also what goes along with reconciliation is reparation. So we would be talking about reconciliation and reparation, which means that there has to be a process of repair that takes place. And there are things that are uh, necessary steps in Jeez. that process. Jeez, so oh, what we'll be
0: about. holy cow! Uh,
3: Autumn, <laughs> for I forgive you for leaving me. Thank you. Every time ah. we have these podcasts, Jillian always just she <laughs> gets exhausted.
2: Oh God, it's just so oh, it's so hard. It's been a heavy oh, morning she's so far grief. here. Good grief,
0: studio. Uh, but, Mom, thank you so much. And if people uh, if people have questions, have Google, they can always find me if they want to. All right, old girl. All right, sweetie. I love you. Thank, thank you, Mom. You, Dr. I Mom. love you too. Thank you, Dr. Mom. Bye everybody.
3: See you later. See you Bye. later, Bye. Bye.
0: Whew, that stuff's not easy stuff, dude. Jeez. I thought this was just Uh, goes to show you that you have to do the work I was like this is going to be be easy always got to do the work girl and it's never easy to do but it is worth it Uh, well for those of you um, if you uh, want to talk to Dr. Mom who might still be listening um, her name is actually Joanne McCarris and uh, her office number is 424-400-7784 thanks everybody whoosh